Blog Talk Radio. We want to welcome you to the VIP. And if you're watching right now, you know that your access pass has been granted. But we're in the VIP right now. But like we do it all the time, we want to uh, wish those with birthdays a very, very, very happy birthday. Um, I don't know. what I have a birthday coming up. My birthday is coming up on Monday. So, you know, once again, you know, I'm happy to be in the land of the living. So I uh, want to give myself my own birthday shout out. Amen. Good to be here. Good to be here. Amen. Amen. No, 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 no doubt about that. But just like we got life, we got death. And we at the Fat Cat Show want to send our heartfelt condolences out to all of those who um, are grieving right now. Um, it just seemed like, um, you just feeling a big shift in the world today. Like, um, it seemed like I can't turn on, go on Facebook, you know, meta without seeing that someone has passed. Uh, and I mean, it's like, uh, we got, uh, young people dying and that's the, that's the strange part about it. Like young people are really checking out of here and, uh, like before their time. And, um, but, like us as Christians, we really, uh, we re- really don't sweat death, because um, uh, Jesus said, um, uh, "He that believeth in me, even though he were dead, yet shall he live; and he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die." So, if your mind is in Christ, if you you lived your life for Christ, um, you never die. That's the eternal life. Um, and then, also the most famous quote that I always give. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are there many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, he gone to prepare a place for you that where he is, you may be also. And so we hold on to that that uh, faith and uh, belief that, that when we leave here, that we will be in, in an eternal uh, resting place um, with our father. So uh, amen to that. But I want to get to um, some topics today. Um, of course, not too long ago, um, we just had a verdict on the, the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, uh, trial, and it turned out just like we figured it would. Um, the acquittal, uh, Tupac said it a long time ago, white man's world. 
And um and basically uh Kyle Rittenhouse, hey, he got away with what we um expected him to get away with. And um and I'm looking at looking at this, I'm just looking at an article in CNN and um they said there are um these are the five charges Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of. And if um said Kyle Rittenhouse, the teenager accused of killing two people and shooting another during unrest in Wisconsin last summer has been found not guilty on all charges, said the jury of five men and seven women deliberated more than 25 hours over the past four days in a closely watched case, said um, if convicted on the most serious charge, Rittenhouse would have faced a mandatory sentence of life in prison. It said these are the charges he was acquitted of, said count one, first degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Count one states Rittenhouse recklessly caused the death of 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum under circumstances that showed utter disregard for human life. Said Wisconsin law allows the use of deadly force only if necessary to prevent intimate death or great bodily harm. Now, we go to count two. Count two, first-degree reckless endangerment uh, safety. Use of dangerous weapon. Count two states Rittenhouse recklessly endangered the safety of Richard McGinnis, a journalist with the uh, conservative conservative daily caller. My bad, butchering that up. Uh, Under circumstances that shows utter disregard for human life. Count three, first degree reckless endangerment, safety. Use of dangerous weapon. Count three states Rittenhouse recklessly endangered the safety of unknown male uh, referred to as jump kick man in court under circumstances that showed utter disregard for human life. Now, I ain't going to get into just I'm just going to give the counts. Uh, count four, first degree, intentional homicide, use of dangerous weapon, and count five. Uh, attempt first degree intentional homicide use of weapon. Now he was acquitted of all these charges, which we um, pretty much knew that uh, he was going to get over. Because whenever a white person cries, um, it's more sympathy for them crying, no matter how. Um, and I'm not a racist guy. I'm just I just look at it from the b- black perspective. Because um, I'm looking at why wasn't the mother uh, arrested for uh, transporting a minor over state lines with a gun, which the judge, by the way, dismissed the char- that charge, knowing that he could have at least been convicted on that lesser charge, which shows me a lot. But then, like I said, we just recently, in recent years, uh, this mother is not looked at, neither is she uh, arrested, nothing happened to her, white woman, but we got a black mother, um, uh, according to about, what, two years ago, that transferred, that used a fake address to get her daughter into a good school and received five years for that. Now, how bogus, how bogus can that be? How bogus is that? You tell me. How bogus is that? What what are we what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I mean, uh we you you gotta you gotta understand the 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 why black people are upset like they are because we we see so much over and over we see so much injustice we see so much um so much of this going on that we already know how how it goes down um I, the thing that made me uh mad the most was um the Zimmerman trial and i think and i'm a, i'm going to give this too they need to investigate that judge 
because uh, he did some things that was that kind of uh, prejudiced the case to me. Uh, watching the football game with this with this defendant, he wasn't treated like a defendant at all. Towards the judge, the judge uh, dismissing uh, dismissing things that could have been vital to the case. Um, the young man being allowed to pick to pick his juror, his jury, all kinds of things that 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 um, that happened in here that was kind of you know kind of crazy to me. And I think the prosecution did a poor job of presenting the case, just like Zimmerman, the Zimmerman case. Um, they they did little to nothing to present uh, the evidence like they should have uh, did it in my, in my eye. Um, but if you got anything different, um, those that uh, that may be watching right now, uh, that number is six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Press that one if you want to comment once again you in the vip lounge where we got the hot topics going on and if you will subscribe to the fat cat show network on you know what youtube and share this post make sure y'all share this post let's get this out y'all um then of course you know we got um uh before i get into our first topic i want to get into uh a little bit we just gonna touch on Anybody get a chance to watch the verse battle between uh, well, what really wasn't no verse, uh, Stephanie Mills and uh, Shaka Khan? Um, I just want to put this out right quick. Charlemagne said something so funny. He said he called uh, he called uh, Shaka Khan Saraka Khan, like like she was she was going on that Sarak. We've been seeing that uh, type of stuff for the longest. Like like Keith Sweat was drunk when he did his uh, verses against Bobby Brown and Bobby Brown probably was toe up a little bit too, but uh, y'all leave, y'all leave auntie uh, Shaka Khan alone because uh, uh, she paid her way. She paid her dues, man. And the older you get, man, your voice, your voice does change. Things don't, things are not the same. Like the song say, everything must change. But, but anyway, um, if once again, if you, um, if you want to uh, comment on that, that, that number way we do got a caller. Hold on. You rocking with the Fat Cat Show? What's up? Hey, brother. What's happening? How you doing? All right. This all right. But yeah. I, 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 what's going on, Ambassador? Well, I, I just feel that what's going on with society is he was a different color. He wasn't yes. our color because how can you have a salt work? First, the judge dismissed the weapon. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. one of us would have took our children out of yeah. town with that kind of weapon, we would have been charged. The mother yeah. would have been charged. Yeah. The whole family would have been charged. Yeah. It would have been yeah. a closed case. And yeah. then I have never, and I have been in many courtrooms to help people, and I have never seen a defendant get to pick out his own jury. Yeah, yeah. The, the, and that what, was the first time I never seen that. Yes, yes, yes. It, so it, it, it was all, and then Fox News said that they was going to hire him to be an internship for the White House. So we better be careful, and mm. we better be awake. And pay attention to what they what they're doing to us. They're trying to knock us down completely with our voting rights. With mm-hmm. the criminal justice system has never been for us anyway. It always yeah. has been a lump sided um, thing. And if that was called self defense, then I don't know what self defense is. Right. You know, they make their own rules. The judge was just too friendly with them, and they raised a million dollars for him. What black person can raise, <laughs> well, they set a bond like that. What black person can get up that amount of money to have a decent lawyer? Right, right, right. And, and the funny thing about it, it I'm, I'm going to ask this, too, um, is for, to you. Now, we done, now, we're like two different generations. And so, yes. like in y- your generation, 
you know, uh, pretty much like we got, of course, I'm Generation X and stuff. So, we, and, and we got generation up under us, the millennials. And so the millennials, they think totally different right now, like a lot of them. But, but we have seen, now we, we always throw the vote thing up as far as uh, for change. And so the thing that we've seen, the, the, the most that came out of it uh, from in recent history was the, the election of a black president. So now we had the election of a black president, but it didn't change our circumstances. So we, we, now we still going ahead. Do we keep telling the generations behind us, vote, vote, vote? Or is it time to go back to the playbook and, and do something different? Because it seemed like, like when Obama got in, the biggest thing that he got in here was gay rights. So it's like, what about us? We still standing here holding the bag saying we shall overcome. What about us? Okay, well, I can answer that. First of all, Obama did get the Affordable Act here for the health together. But they gave us the, I guess they figured they'd throw us a bone and we'd knob on that. And we'll be satisfied. We we can't just stand there and be satisfied with everything. And the young people, you have to teach them the history and the ancestries because if, if a, a younger parent, um, a millennium parent, if they don't know theirs, how can they teach theirs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because they want to be friends and best friends with their children instead of being a parent. It's a difference. But mm-hmm. we cannot sit down and let them keep putting us through this without us getting up. I mean, I think we'll do better, honestly, is you hit their pockets. That's where they're hurt at. Just like when they hit their pockets and stop riding the bus, hit right. their pockets. The pockets meaning say for Twitter, stay off of Instagram for two or three days. Everybody stay off Facebook for two or three days. Do you know how much money you they would lose? Right, right. You right. know, so we have to we have to do something to, to get in their pockets and have them look. They're snatching money from us every day. They're not losing anything. They're gaining. They're making money off of the pandemic. Are we right. making money off the pandemic? We're dying off of the pandemic. Right, 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 right. But you know what? And I, I, I'm, and I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak this because I know you know you was you was born and raised here in Detroit. And and, and the thing yeah. that I, the thing that I that I see, and I hate to say this, but but this family talking. The thing that mm-hmm. I hate that, that I hate the most is that. When most blacks get into power, the whole mindset change. It's like, it's like, I know we, you know, we try to help each other out, but it'd be like uh, nepotism at its finest, and they only help certain people. And then when you get to, like, me personally, I hate going downtown for anything. I hate to, I hate to go downtown Detroit to handle any type of business. Because we do each other in worse than anything else, and I'm gonna tell you a story that 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 something that happened to me with the church personally. Now, now you know I've been I've been working. I done opened the church back up since uh, 2017, so we've been going strong. So eventually, you know, Chrysler came through doing the, doing this. They sent our own people in the neighborhood, so like you know, to kind of like do us in. So they, they, I guess mm-hmm. they, like when we see a black face, we more calm with 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 the okie doke they about the pool. So they sent the, they sent. So right before my grandfather died in April two thousand nine, two thousand nineteen, when he died, uh, uh, two days later they slapped the inspection notice on my on the church door. So I'm 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 dealing with my grandfather's death, and then I'm dealing with this inspection that just popped up on the door. And so I, I took it, I scheduled, like, after my grandfather, we buried my grandfather and all that, I, I started handling the business for the inspection. So I called 
to um, do the inspection, and uh, a guy popped up, uh, a black guy, and uh, mm-hmm. he on the phone, and he he the black guy was talking to me like he might as well have been a taskmaster because he 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 was like going in at me like this better be right when I get this better be right this better be right and the sad part is I I canceled him. I had to cancel. I canceled the inspection because I did, just did not want to do deal with that. And so I rescheduled, and another person came in, which was white, and he came in and he was fair with me, fair with me more than my own kind was, and that's the well, sad. That that's the sad part of, of, about yeah. about all about of this. About our people. Yeah, all people. Part about our people. We, I think what's going on also is they sell out. You know, they yeah. get a little position and they sell out. They forget who they are. Okay, well, I'm going to be Mrs. Um, Mrs. Big Stuff now. You know, they yeah. sell out. And, and instead of acting themselves, instead of looking out for brother, brotherhood and sisterhood yeah. have stopped. Yeah. They have yeah. separate, it's divided. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nobody going to look out for each other. And so when they make five steps, they, you know, they think they're better. But they, mm-hmm. and, and then you get, it's bad, sad that you can get a little more co- cooperation out of another race. Right, right, right. You know, right. Then your own, and sometimes your own family can knock you down, too, if they mm-hmm. feel that you're doing better than them. Mm-hmm. You, you know what, you know, you know, so, you know what mystifies me? What, what kind of like. Like a little bit after slavery, the Reconstruction period, our ancestors there gave us a blueprint. Because remember, uh, it which which really should there should be no excuse for us right now if they had just came out of slavery not too long ago, and you know not too long after the Reconstruction period, and they started Black Wall Street. They started Black Wall Street. They built businesses and towns and and stuff like that. And we are at a better advantage to recreate it and and, and even do even better than what they did at that time. And we will not we will not do it. We will you not. You know why? You know what's going on? Why is so much chaos with that? It's because we have always been a threat. Mm-hmm. You know, they are so intimidated by us. We are a threat. We are germ to them. You know, they, they come from generations of hate. We are a threat because they know once we do something, we're going to do it right, and we're uh-huh. going to do what we're supposed to do, and they don't like that. They don't want us smarter than them. Think about if you went to, because I know you did, to the um, Detroit uh, Public Schools. Mm-hmm. Don't you know we got cheated out of a lot of things that we should have okay. learned? Yeah. Um, yeah. Besides the soft field and Oak Park and uh, mm-hmm. the suburb kids, we got cheated out of a lot of things that we should have been taught. But if we had parents that taught us and we furthered our education, then we learned it. And we was like, wow, where did that come right. from? Anytime they just not finding out those guys did not kill Malcolm X. Come on now. Right. Right. Come on right. now. They just not finding that out. Come on now. We knew that. Y'all why are y'all worried about it now? Right, right. Why are right. y'all so worried about um getting them free now? Y'all let somebody sit in jail and rot. Distraction. That's all just, it was. There's a bunch of dist- and, and what they yeah. doing on if you look at the television, what they're doing, they're doing everything thing to entertain us. We like to be mm-hmm. entertained instead of learning anything. And they mm-hmm. keep us entertained while the wolf is running around eating up everything. And now, now and, and I and I'm not and I'm not ashamed to to, to say this, uh, uh Ambassador, that with me I'm I'm kind of funny on the election. Now what I what I do do is I the the local elections I vote mm-hmm. I vote at them, but the presidential ones I don't I, I have no faith in that. 
I don't. No, I don't have I, any faith in it. It's sad to say, and the reason yeah. why I said it is because they had to get Trump out of there. They yeah. Had, so they, if they did cheat, they had to get him out. But yeah. see, half of those people, the white supremacists, the Proud Boys and all of that, the KKKs, they just, he just gave them the courage to come on out and right. and, and do what they want to do. And now they got the, they got the uh, rope, and they, and they, they swing it. Right, right. They right. playing now. So, but if we don't, if they they already said that they was gonna put Trump back in the White House in 2024, he shouldn't even right. be able to run for nothing. If right. that was a, Obama, Obama would have been locked up. <laughs> right. Think right. about it. It's the skin color. Right. Right. It's it, the skin color. It's w- w- they took so much away from us from slavery, massa, whatever you want to call. It. They took so, and then they have a lot. You know those guys that used to help the slave master chase the black their brothers back down yeah, and bring them back yeah, to the yeah. master because the master was good to them in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. so they 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 turn and they're not paying attention. They're not being taught. They they they're just not being taught, and they they have a no care attitude. Just like we got a pandemic, nobody cares that it is still going on. Right. Right, right. You know, they that, they still at the bars. It's just, it's a big money thing. It's mm-hmm. a game to them. It's mm-hmm. a game. You you know what? And and I'm I'm gonna say this. And I think the most critical um, point for us. I mean, one of the things that we could have really, really, really started instituting some change is when that riot happened. When that riot happened, we we let it go mute. We let that point go mute. And even though I don't condone violence, I don't condone violence at all. But, you know, and at that time, it was like, to me, it almost sort of felt like a Marcus Garvey type of movement. And it was like, to me, like that was the only time they really started paying us some attention. But we let it go mute. We didn't take advantage of that, the only thing that they did was what pull down some statues, some racist, some racist statues, and and we didn't capitalize on the time when we had the attention of a nation, and it, and that's what no. we we just let it go mute. You know that's why they turned around, and right now as we speaking. They're changing the voting thing to the point so who, if they don't like who we voted for, they can change it. That's why they're changing voting things. They're trying to turn it back to the Jim Crow laws. I don't think these young people is going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they, it will be a lot of violence in these streets before they turn around and have a Jim Crow law. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. not going to do it. Right. You know, right. They, they, they're not going to let them do it. So it's going to it's going to really be right. it's really going to be uh, the bigger picture to our young people. We're going to have to protect them, but we're going to have to be tough and we're going to have to teach them. Right. We're going to have to teach the future because if they'll sharpen, God forbid, and Jesse Jackson and them leave here. Mm-hmm. Do we have anybody else that's going to speak up? Who's going to speak up? Who's going to stand up for us? We're going to have right. to speak up, and we're going to have to stand up. Right, right. You well, definitely it's, right. it's going to be a dumb deal like Martin Luther King. Oh, well. It's right. going to be a dumb deal. Did he right. die for nothing? Did he die for it? What, what did, he, did, did he get killed for? To help us? And, and And now... They, they, they ain't about we shall overcome. What day we gonna overcome? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the criminal justice system is 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 not equal toward us. Mm-hmm. And then you guys got Kim Worthy down there doing worse for a black guy yeah. than anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But they keep oh, yeah. voting her in, right? Right. It, it's it's crazy to me. You know what? It, and you know it's good. I, I I got you on here because it, it I, you know, you haven't been on the show in a while. So I, I but I I really appreciate it. So I want to do this. If you can stay on, I want to go to a commercial and then get into our main topic. Okay. Okay. All right. All right.
We'll spend an arm and a leg to get it. Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Want to look cute while cooking next home soup? Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Come to Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry where you can get a variety of beautiful necklaces, rings, and bracelets. Let the queen of bling customize you. Because you ain't been bling until you've seen the queen. Tired of looking plain Jane? See the queen. Trying to change the game? See the queen. And the beautiful thing, you can look a little bucks for $5. That's right. $5. Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry, where the queen don't stop until your jewelry pops. Quit the rest. Try the best. Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Buy online or in person. Delivery is available. Ain't nothing but a queen thing, baby. And Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. Try our website. Okay, we back, we back, we back. And today's topic, we got, this is a, a very good topic to me. Um, Today's topic is what should you value more, friendship or relationship? And and a lot of people don't know the difference. And there's a big difference between uh, friendship and relationship. But uh, we're going to get into uh, the topics. And if anybody here that's watching, um, if you got any comment that you want to, um, you know, get across, you know, that number is 646-564-9728. 28 make sure you uh press that one and i'm glad i got my my sister on here the ambassador amen um amen. Uh, what, what what do you what do you think about that uh sister uh uh friendship or relationship which which is i know we should value both you know but it's it's rare that that you can find a, a good friendship now relationship relationship Sometimes it's just, you know, bad connection, you know, but friendship is, is something totally different. That's, that's totally, a friendship is totally different than a relationship. Relationship should be a friendship also. You, you yeah. know what I mean? You should be also friends into a relationship, but a, a, a relationship comes way before a friendship to me. I don't care yeah. if you've been knowing a person for 30 or 40 years, but your relationship is first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then the friends come after but a relationship is like glue yeah you know it's it's glue and it's gonna be there you know i i speak for people that's big that's married and the people that's married in order for them to have a good relationship they are they are already called number one with god they they become one but a mm. friendship is just totally different because they don't know the intimate part of a lot of things, the cries, the prayers, the love. It's a total different uh-huh. category to me, you know. Yeah, and So yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about that. Um, I don't care if I know somebody, but like I said, friendship for 30 or 40 years, they're not going to come in between my relationship with my significant other. Right, 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 right. And you know what, you know, too? Because- and relationship got got so many dimensions to it because number one, uh, like I said, you could you we, we could be talking about uh, let's say a love relationship that we have like a bond, a love bond, or we could be talking about that you know we're related in the same family, but it don't mean that our just because we're get, we have a connection. From through a family that we're close, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out here now that are estranged from relatives, and you know, in relationships. So it's you know, that, and that's what I think because I, I, I can tell you, I have, I have very little friends, and you know, very little friends. And I remember, you know, my my grandparents and and my mom them telling me that when I was little, they said, hey. You know, you you don't got a lot of friends. What you think is friends are acquaintances, and and I didn't understand that as a child. I thought that you know, being nice to people or the people being nice to you, they were your friends. But little did you know that you know sometimes niceness is just a tool to try to get close to you and use you. But yeah, as I got older, 
I realized what friends were because I got very few friends. I got a small circle of people that I call my friends that they can come over my house and, you know, I'll be all right with it. Don't have to worry about uh, stuff coming up missing and this and that. You know what I'm saying? And I got friends that are closer than family, you know? And, and so it's... it's well, and, go ahead. Well, I, I believe that God, you know, says whoever despises thee or whoever is not right for you, you leave them alone. Mm-hmm. That's your feet. You know, even if they're your family, some family members, you have to totally leave alone. Yeah. You know, jealousy, the wrong spirit, demons work in a whole lot of people. Right. You know, so it it, it so sometimes you have to leave family members alone. Okay, mm-hmm. they're my blood, but I can't be bothered with them. They're, they're not right. Their spirit's not right. They're knocking me down. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of backbiting. And there's a lot of division in families. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that close family niche is not going to always be there. And, and, and you know you the know. hardest, the hardest part, especially being being a man of God, you know, and and I and a lot of things that that came full circle for me as far as family is when my when my grandparents died, and um and and the funny thing was about about it to me very very close relatives isolated me during that period of my, you know, of one of the most traumatic times of my life, losing my grandfather. My grandfather was my father. You know what I'm saying? And my grandmother was like my mother. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was hurting. I mean, this was like, I, I was hurting so bad that I didn't even want my kids to see me. You know what I'm saying? And the funny part about it was uh, no no family members came over, really, and, and you are right, you know, this and that. And I, and I realized, you know, that even as, as me, you know, what, what I represent, I understood, like, the point that Jesus came into his own and his own received them not. And then I look at, I look at Joseph. His brother's selling him into slavery and tried to kill him. And then I say to myself, I'm like, they went through that. Who am I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who, who, am, who am I? So I, I, I look at it and I say, okay, so I learned a very deep lesson out of, out of a death. And I think that's what God really, because in all our situations, he, he wants you to learn something. He always talks to you in, in everything. And I, and I learned a lot in that situation, and it helped me grow to be a stronger man of God at that time. You know what I'm saying? Because I realize now that, hey, you know, some people, some people gonna reap the benefits of this earth. You know, they gonna reap, they gonna reap everything of this earth. They gonna, you know, they gonna get it and all that. But, but hey, I want my riches in heaven. You know, so no, I, that's I, right. I, I don't, I don't look at. I don't look at things at, at face value or something like that, but I know who is for me. You know, God gave me great discernment. And so I know who is for me. I know what is for me. And I know how I'm going to conduct myself regardless of how you act, you know, regardless of how you act. God put this in my head um, at, at the time it go on. And, and, it, 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 and I used this before too. What is that? Bless those who curse you. Pray for those that you say all matter of evil against you. And I and I and I and I looked at that. Somebody had because somebody had on the street they came up and cursed me out the other day. And and I said, God bless you. And I, and, and and that's what I said. God bless you. I said, you know, um, uh, I'm gonna pray for you, my my brother. Blah blah blah. The guy was like, you ain't gotta pray for me. You pray for yourself. I said, I, I do that too, and I hope you will pray for me too. But God bless you. The the gentleman ended up he he left, but he ended up coming back and apologizing to me. So mm-hmm. it, it just show you just they how, see that glow. They see yeah. that glow. But see when 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 your grandfather passed, and you said like a lot of people that you thought maybe would be calling and checking on you, 
Uh-huh. God had to separate you for a little while so you can find his glory. You see what I'm saying? So right. you can find out really who you were. You knew who you were. Right. But this time you had to have this test to really find yourself in the glory of God. Right. So right. they didn't call and they kept going. They gave you more time to study. They gave you more time to talk to God. They gave you a better and a thicker relationship right. with right. God. You and know, got- so and the man that cuts you out, you know, that's that's not about nothing. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people you know what gets me though is like we've been going through this journey. I know since I was fourteen years old going to your grandfather's church. Right. Okay. And when people say, when you say, well, I'm a pastor, I'm a minister, um, I'm ordained, and I'm this, and they say, I remember you used to do this. You know how they never forget yeah, yeah, what yeah, you used yeah. to do? Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. say, well, how can I listen? I remember you used to do that. Yes, I did used to do that, but I'm not mm. that person. I'm new. Right, right. You know, God didn't, that, that, that past is written off, but people will not let you forget what you used to do. And they knock, I think they knock a lot of blessings down from throwing that in your face. That's why I don't be around a lot of people also. I don't want the, them to the, the cradle with them. I don't want them to see, even though I'm not um, sin-free, but I yeah, don't right, want them right. that close to me so right. they can even try to find anything so they can put me down, you know, right. as far as what my, my relationship with God. And, and that's what they do. I call that tongue, tongue biting, right. you know, tongue poison, tongue poison. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this and I'm going to get to my next caller too. Um, okay. Um, when, when I was going through, when God began to work with me, I be, uh, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, just like uh, typical people that that when you first find God, you be, you know, some people be thinking I did too much and stuff. And it was so ironic that I had my Bible was on on a speaker and I was reaching for my Bible and it failed. And it went to it went to first Corinthians five and 17. And, I, and, and this became this became my my go-to scripture and 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 uh, it says in 517 uh therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things have passed away behold all things have become new and god told it and it was so funny that that happened because i felt like that at that time just you know the opposite of what the word that word said but it came to me at that time and it and that scripture been in my heart ever since, and it keep reminding me not only you know that that hey, I, God, I, I know what you did. I, God said, I, I know what you did in your past, but hey, when you accepted me, you became new. Yeah, there's a newness. In you. Your mind is transformed, your heart is transformed, and now I can work with you. Now I can use you. You know, so yeah. I look at it. In, in, in that sense, and 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 I hold that. Let me go to this caller. Hold on. Okay. You rocking with the Fat Cat Show? What's happening? Hey, how are you? Oh man, come on, man. <laughs> what's up, man? I'm just sitting here enjoying the show. Oh, okay, man. Well, well, you got any comment on that? Hey. Yeah, I found myself. I can't hear you. Hello? Up oh, there, we go. We go. Go on. What, what, what you what you have in back? Um, no, you was talking about the old things become yeah, old yeah. and new things, and God can work with you once you let those layers yeah. off of you. And, yes. and you just keep going. You know, like I said, your grandfather, if anybody from the east side, if anybody knew 
I call him my godfather, my grandfather, mm-hmm. my heart, mm-hmm. Reverend Friend, all Southeastern High School people. You know, they would they they just got a total added different attitude than the ones that's out there now. You know, right. we got to get, and hopefully we can leave a legacy the same way right. that your grandfather right. left. He touched somebody with a different flower. He knew who needed what, who needed more, who needed less, but he took time out. And, right. and you know, like I told you before, you know, every I'm very grateful for you sharing your grandfather with such a lot of people. Yeah, you know, he, without any jealousy um, about it, you just say, well, that's what, you know, that's just church mm-hmm. and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But and we just, I'm grateful. I can't speak for other people, but I know I am very grateful that right, I've been right. in the presence with your grandfather and your grandmother. And, and, and you know what? Like, like you say, uh, friendship translates so much deeper. It do. It, it, it just... Because, like you said, what uh, my my past I always say when with the scripture said Jesus called me friend, you know, mm-hmm. he he called me friend, and it's just like and and that that is so important because I don't use that word loosely at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a handful of them because if you if if I call you friend, I call you family, you know. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is, and, it, and that's so. You know, on top of that, so funny that being my my last name. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's, it's more. Is you know, so a lot of people, even back in school, um, they not when my old workplace. I say this. I, one of my um, friends that were old school friends. He was like, "Friend is my friend. Friend is my friend. You would friend you." It, you, I ain't never had a friend like you, you know. And so it's it, that's a it's a good work thing to be in that type of cock. So I don't take the word uh, loosely or, or lightly. On top of that, and I'm just I'm just so happy because you know a lot of times, even when people used to joke and and tease me about that last name, my grandfather made me proud to have that name, you know. He made me proud to have that name, so it wasn't never uh, like a badge of embarrassment. It was always, you know, yeah. wore that name proudly, you know. So it, it was, it was always a good thing. So, and you know, and like I said, the relationship thing, you know, the relationship is important too. You know, it's it's very, yeah. important. It, it's always important. But but if you look at it at a different angle, like I said. It's a lot of people relationship, like let's say uh, if we talk about relative relationship, you know, like we not connect, we we have a connection, but we ain't connected. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, so it's it's um that that's that thing that that I think about a lot. So like I said, I respect because um, I look at it. Um, I said this in one of my sermons. I said, "You you may you may know a little bit about Jesus, but you don't have no relationship." I said, "Either you have a relationship or you're an acquaintance. Either you're a friend of God or you're just an acquaintance." So a lot of us think we are are sons and children of God, but we just have an acquaintance and an acquaintance. You just talk to them every once in a while, but you're not connected. So, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a, it's a it's a difference. So, I, I and I and I very much uh, value uh, relationship because you just can't. It, it's just something that's just so like rare to have because, like you said, you know a ton of people. You know a ton of people. Just look at all the people you may have ran into across your life or you just connected to, but how many people are you really close to? You count them on one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You count them on one hand. Your your grandfather used to say, you have to wear people like loose clothing. 
wear this <laughs> world like loose clothing. You know, and, and so I, I just say it again, and I'm going to always say it. Your grandfather laid the foundation for the youth. And the ones that paid attention is still on the uh, as they're still soldiers in the army of of the Lord. Amen. You know, they're still That's soldiers it. in the army of the Lord. You know, I I, I wouldn't I, I couldn't trade them for nothing. I don't care about nothing material. None of this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I got to have my soul saved. I cannot. Yeah. I would not go to hell for nobody. You can say that again. I, I feel like that. I, I feel like that all the time. Like, like it, it's so funny that I look back on on my life and and how I used to be, you know. And that's yeah. how and that's how I can give that testimony. And when I was telling, uh, when I was talking about earlier about uh, the Corinthians verse that I that I gave, um, is I ran into an individual when we was first opening the church, it was a young lady that used to walk up and down Benito. And mm-hmm. um, one particular time I went over to the church by myself and I, I was just going over there and checking the church out. And so it happened to be like seven o'clock at night. And I went in and I was making sure the heat and stuff was on, make sure the, the pipe, it was cold, making sure the pipes won't burst and all that, make sure, you know, it was getting this proper thing. And I was coming out, and I was coming out the church, and I looked, and I seen a shadowy figure, like, outside. I didn't know who it was or nothing, but I was just being cautious. And so I stepped out for a minute, and and this fat figure started walking towards me. And, and the person came up to me, and it was the young lady that walked up and down the street. And so she said to me, she said, um, uh... She said, do you have a cigarette? I said, I don't smoke. I said, uh, and I asked her, do, do she believe in God and do she go to church? And so the first thing she said to me was, I did too much to come to church. I like to fornicate. Wow. And I said, I said, well, and, and you know, God do things for a reason. Because that mm-hmm. Bible had just happened to me. You know, it had just happened mm-hmm. to me. And I quoted that verse to her, and I let her know what it mean, and I let her know that 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 whatever you did, whatever you did, if you turn your life over to God, you know, he 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 cleanses you, he cleanses you. If you accept him, he cleanses you. What the scripture says, um, um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and he is just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so. Mm-hmm. I, I just have to let people know that because some people just think, "Hey, I'm just, I'm dirty, I'm dirty out here." Look what the Apostle Paul. Yeah, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. Did. I'm doomed. It's no, it's no hope for mm-hmm. me. So a lot of people, well, you know. Well, let me ask you something. What do you think about these big time, or whatever they call themselves, pastors like Bishop T.D. Jakes and Olson? And do you think the the big pastors, the people so lovely brag on or whatever, contribute to, why are they, you notice they're not speaking up about anything? Is it because they, they're so scared they're going to lose their flock if they speak up about things? Because they're very quiet right now. Yes, now they're they on are. The internet. They're on the Internet. And they're still talking, and they're still collecting, but they're very quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you know what, mm-hmm. maybe y'all need to get your vaccines. Um, mm-hmm. They're not talking about um, Black Lives Matter. Because if they say something, they're too scared that they're going to lose their flock. Right, right, so, right. Uh, so you're selling your, but that's blood on their hands. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T.D. Jakes used to be on MSNBC and Fox, mm-hmm. and every time you look around, they was on mm-hmm. Bishop Bellas from Greater Grace. Where mm-hmm. are you guys now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the neighborhood and the people from the hood that helped put you in this church, 
Where are you now to help the community? Where are they? They're out in right. Bloomfield. You know, they, and people catching the bus to come to their church, and they're coming from Bloomfield Hills. There's nothing wrong with advancing yourself and going into a into a different area if you feel fit. But you, right. but when you get to the point, you're scared to say something because you're scared to lose your flock or that's going to knock your money down. Then I suggest to tell you, they know they scripture that the blood is on their hands because mm-hmm. right yeah. now we need every pastor yeah. and every yep. minister, evangelist to speak up yeah. and help yeah. the community. Yeah. The community yeah. is dying. And yep. they won't say a word. And yeah. then we got this big pastor in Triumph Church. He goes to seven churches. I'm talking about it, yes. He goes <laughs> to seven churches on a Sunday, and the police escort him so he can go through all of these red lights. And then when he gets there, he's already on 10. The people done geek the people up, and they done song and entertain them. When he gets mm-hmm. there, he's on 10. He do 10 minutes, and then he goes to another church. If he speaks up, he would help the community. Yeah, Since yeah. so many yeah. people is running to him. Yeah. And you know and you know what's so sad? What's so sad to me is that the only time um, that you really hear about a, a, a pastor's big pastor's voice is outside of the is outside like when when it's po- politic time election time and they and they trying to tell who to vote for and all of that wait a minute um our co- we got another caller hold on okay you rocking with the fat cat show what's yeah. happening yeah i i i think um uh, it's that uh prosperity uh preacher yeah That's the danger of it yeah, I'm, I'm saying you got to be a motivational speaker and all that bull crap. Yeah, when you when you when you just try to get to people's emotions, because that's yeah. all you're making people feel good for the time yeah. being. Right, right, and, that, and that's what TV Jakes and everybody does. That's why yeah. a lot of people go to uh, go to T, TV Jakes and Creflo Dollar because he make them feel good for that for for that period of time. That's the people that they go to church on Sunday, but they don't go right, home right. and read the word. Right, right, right. You know what's so they funny? Just feel, they, want, they just want to feel good they at do. that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's and that's funny because I I just put a post. One one of my posts just talked about that about don't go to church for entertainment, go for transformation. <laughs> and it, you know, and it's so right. funny that that a lot of people think. I go to church. Um, one of my ministers said some people go to church just for the fire insurance, meaning that thinking like if I go to church, this is my insurance that I won't go to hell. You know, no, no. They, they, they think they think church is a feeling. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I stopped going because I don't feel a certain way. You don't – come on now. Yeah. That's so, all that prosperity preaching is. You make them mm-hmm. feel good about their finances and this and that and you talk about everything but the word. Right, right, right. Yeah, but you remember, but if you can remember, I know you you might not have even been born when they had Reverend Ike. Oh, yeah, I remember Reverend Ike. Yeah, he... he, he, he <laughs> okay, well, we we got a lot of Reverend Ikes again, because mm-hmm. like the, the caller just said, once they leave church... They you if you ask them what was the scripture about what did he preach about uh, what was the word they wouldn't be able to tell you if it, if, if you offered them a million dollars but they right. because they're not going to study and they, they just went there for the emotion they were entertained right you right. know and that's how that church Triumph got a lot of people up there in Michigan because he had um. What's the name? On a lot of different singers come there. Yeah, and a lot of people's yeah. running to see the different singers and yeah. they're standing up, and um, they don't have to bring any Bibles. So he gave them a new freedom church. Right, right, right. You know, you this know, is the way we do the new freedom. Right. But you know, um, is the blood on whose hands? Right. But like I said, uh, we we just need, we definitely need a lot of changing though. But anyway, uh, we run out of time. We want to thank uh, Ambassador and my, my boy Satellite sneaking up in here, man. Um, and, and everybody that uh, tuned in today, 
um, we want to say um, peace. We up out of here. And until uh, next time, y'all, amen. We, we gone. Peace. All right.